It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis, medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. This is your Cannabis Radio News for Wednesday, March 23rd, 2016. Last week, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, or CDC, released an updated set of guidelines for prescribing opioids to patients suffering from chronic pain. Buried inside the language of this attempt to put a leash on the prescription painkiller epidemic, the CDC urged doctors to modify their drug screening policies in an effort to prevent those testing positive for THC metabolites from being disqualified from treatment. Although the agency wrote that it still believes urine testing is necessary to discover any undisclosed use of illicit substances, it specifically states that this rule no longer applies to THC. Interestingly, the latest guidelines for prescribing painkillers come just a month after Senator Elizabeth Warren fired off a letter to CDC Director Tom Friedman urging his agency to research the effectiveness of medical marijuana as an alternative to opioids for pain treatment in states where it is legal. The letter also asked the CDC to study the impact of the legalization of medical and recreational marijuana on opioid overdose deaths. A new report says the production of illegal marijuana has dropped dramatically in recent years in Washington state. The U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration says the number of marijuana plants seized in Washington state in 2014 was 57,000, about 80% less than what was seized in 2010. Over that same period, the amount of processed marijuana seized dropped from 3,126 pounds of product to 635 pounds, less than a quarter of what agencies had found five years ago. The Yakima Herald Republic says that Washington State Patrol attributes the drop to increased air reconnaissance and joint cooperation between state, local, and federal law enforcement. California consistently leads the nation in illegal marijuana production, with more than 2.6 million plants seized in 2014. Marijuana's black market and highway safety topped the agenda to open the first week of testimony in the Vermont House on legalization. The House Judiciary Committee took testimony Tuesday on S-241, a bill to allow the legal use, possession, cultivation, and distribution of marijuana in 2018 from officials representing state police, prosecutors, and sheriffs. Among the witnesses offering testimony was Major Glenn Hall, who oversees the Bureau of Criminal Investigation and the Drug Task Force for Vermont State Police. Hall began by questioning an assumption offered by pro-legalization advocates, legal sales will eliminate the black market. Dallas City Council voted not to try a six-month pilot program in the city of Dallas that would have allowed people caught with a small amount of marijuana to avoid jail time instead being released with a citation and a summons to show up in court. The council voted 10 to 5 against the cite and release program, which was opposed by Dallas Police Chief David Brown. The program would have gone into effect in September and lasted through March, so the city could assess the results and see what impact it had. The cite and release program would not have changed the current penalties for marijuana possession. It would just allow police to issue a citation and a summons to appear in a Dallas courtroom, as opposed to immediately taking those possessing small amounts of the drug to jail. According to a Facebook post from council member Scott Griggs, 2% of Dallas Police Department arrests are for possession of small amounts of marijuana. He called it a, quote, substantial use of Dallas Police Department resources, end quote. An 80-year-old man who ran a sprawling marijuana dealing operation that covered several states with records going back to 1992 was sentenced to 10 years in prison. 
Marshall Dion pleaded guilty last year to drug and money laundering charges, and Tuesday's sentencing in Massachusetts was the latest chapter in a long, colorful history with law enforcement. When police in Junction City, Kansas, stopped him for speeding in 2013, they found about $828,000 in cash in his pickup. A federal investigation led authorities to Massachusetts and Arizona, where they found about $15 million in cash, nearly 400 pounds of marijuana, and ledgers detailing drug deals going back to 1992. Earlier this month, U.S. District Judge Denise Casper rejected a plea ad- agreement that called for a five- to seven-year prison sentence for Dion. His lawyers then reached a new agreement with prosecutors that called for a sentence range of five to ten years. Judge Denise Casper sentenced him to the maximum during a hearing in U.S. District Court. This has been your Cannabis Radio News for Wednesday, March 23rd, 2016. I'm Russ Belville.